Intuitive eating for the culture, because we love vegetables, just not unseasoned. Hey guys, it's your host, Christina Johnson, a registered dietitian based in Dallas, Texas. An intuitive eater, a girl who loves coffee and avocados, and your inside source on intuitive eating. Hey guys, so we're back with another episode, and this week I want to talk about remembering to eat. So if we are practicing intuitive eating, we are on our journey towards intuitive eating, and we are noticing that we are forgetting to eat, it may be time to bring in a bit more structure, a bit more routine, make it a bit more rhythmic. So forgetting to eat can be a sign that we are not as in touch with our hunger cues as we think we are. It can also be a sign of a change in stress level, a change in mood, whether you are someone who um, struggles or lives with depression or any other mental illness. Um, the, the, the act of forgetting to eat can be an indicator that those mental illnesses are um, shifting and or changing. So when this is the case and we are finding ourselves forgetting to eat, it's important to determine, am I forgetting to eat because I just like was not aware of the time or I wasn't aware that my body was hungry or is this I'm forgetting to eat because I want to eat. And it's important to draw that distinction because if we're forgetting, quote, forgetting, I'm using air quotes around forgetting to eat because I want to eat, that is, um, that's something totally different that needs to be addressed with a dietitian. If it is I am unaware of the time or am unaware of my hunger signals, then it is time for a bit more mechanical eating, a bit more rhythmic, a bit more structured. So for a time, it may mean that we return to structured meal times, meaning they are at set points during the day. And then we can sort of assess whether we need to have more structure around like the quantities of things and the variety of things that are eaten. That could mean that maybe we set an alarm to remind us to eat. That could mean that we just kind of time it during the day, create natural breaks. Um, and some things that I think could be contributing to this. I know that anytime we have a change in routine, that could trigger this. So maybe starting a new job or finishing school, um, a, a change in routine. Maybe we moved, maybe we moved house, moved state, country. Um, that could trigger it change in routine around jobs so maybe our job schedule changed the time of day that we report to work changes especially if you're listening to this um and you are still you know on stay-at-home orders then the change in routine in which we are not leaving our house affects it so there is um there's some cueing for us that's involved that we may not be aware of that we are cued to eat because of where we are at a certain time of the day so maybe we are cued to eat because Oh, I'm getting up and I'm leaving the house. It's time to eat breakfast before I leave. Oh, I'm cute to eat again because I'm hitting that point in my day where we have that natural break. It's my break time. I'm cute to eat because it's the middle of the afternoon and I need a snack because I'm having a hard time finishing this report. And then I'm cute to eat because I just got home from work, right? These sort of um, behavioral cues, these procedural cues, if you will, that remind us that it's time to eat. Um, those can be disrupted if we have changed schedule and or changed our environment this can also be triggered by upcoming change so if we are someone who does not deal well with change um whether um then our hunger our hunger may be um 
disguised as we are more nervous or having more negative or um, curious emotions around this impending change that distract us from our hunger, that uh, disguise our hunger as something else. And so it's important if that is the case, again, to return to that mechanical eating, return to eating at a more structured time during the day to remind our bodies that we are in fact safe and are still nourished. And again, if we are finding that I'm not eating because I want to eat, then it's important to speak with a dietitian, speak with a therapist about what is going on beneath that. What is in, um, what is the intention behind that? What is the motivator behind that? What is driving us to feel that way? Is there emotions, are there emotions attached to that? Um, is there shame? Is there guilt? And what is preventing us? What is that barrier to change? What is keeping us from making a change? What is keeping us from nourishing ourselves? And it is okay if we need to return to more structured eating. It is okay. It does not mean that we are any less of an intuitive eater. It just means that we are being intuitive by understanding that we need a bit more structure. If I have sudden changes in my schedule, whether it is changing jobs or moving house or whatever, I make an intent, um, an intention to eat a bit more regularly scheduled because I'm aware that my routine is out of whack. And I'm aware that when I my routine is out of whack, I may not have the procedural cues to nourish myself. And again, those procedural cues are I'm doing something in a specific order and I've reached the point in this order in which I would normally eat. So that could be, again, you know, I'm leaving the house at a certain time, I get to work at a certain time, I'm doing X, Y, or Z things at a certain time, and that reminds me that it's time to eat. That could be the more nuanced cues, hunger cues of I'm feeling distracted, I'm having a hard time staying focused, I'm having a hard time finding my words, I'm thinking about food consistently, and um, things of that nature. It's important to understand your own hunger and your own hunger signals. That is something that you can work with someone with to sort of tease that out for yourself. Uh, Understanding how your body responds to hunger, how your body responds to dips in glucose. Some people feel their dip in glucose, which is like blood sugar. Um, other people do not feel those dips in glucose. I feel those dips in glucose, and I am very acutely aware of the fact that my blood sugar is in fact dropping, only because um, there is that sort of glucose anxiety, as I would call it, where as our glucose goes down, we find ourselves with a sudden uptick in anxiety, a sudden uptick in worry. Um, There may be the shakiness that comes with the dizziness, and understanding that if I am at that point, I am overly hungry. I pass the point of, like, comfortable hunger. And so... If we have changes in routine, we might not notice that that comfortable hunger and may only be aware when we are overly hungry, uncomfortably hungry. So giving ourselves a bit more structure while we adjust to the new normal will be helpful and hopefully provide you with a sense of rhythm that can help you get back into that um, intuition around timing of food, under um, intuition around listening to your body in its new environment because there are going to be less um, less procedural cues and less um, behavioral cues to remind us to eat. So I hope that that is helpful in some way, and I hope that that um, gives you some, some confidence and some security and some permission to return to a bit more structured eating, a bit more mechanical eating, knowing that that is not a permanent way of living, that that is a temporary um, solution to a temporary problem.
and understanding that again it doesn't make you any less intuitive does not mean you are starting your intuitive eating journey over from scratch it means that you are providing yourself structure that does not mean that you are not listening to your hunger and fullness it does not mean that you are not honoring your cravings listening to your cravings that does not mean that you are not you know respecting your body that is respecting your body by providing yourself with that additional structure guardrails are important guardrails keep us from going off the side of the road I say all these things and I hope that they in some way provide you with something. And until next time.